Successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Everybody over there. Get a Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on KMBZ 980 AM, or if you're listening today on podcast, we greatly appreciate it. We're also available on YouTube, where you can find all of our shows and sneak peeks with uh, all of our guests we've had for pretty much the last few years. So it's uh, it's a great resource. We're going to have an awesome show today. I, we are lucky to be joined first by a uh, great guy here in Kansas City, a great organization, uh, the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkkc.com. We are joined by the president and CEO, Tim Cowden, who joins us, uh, or a member of his organization joins us a handful of times a year. Tim, welcome back to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great, Jason. Before we get into some updates around what you've been doing at KCADC, uh, let's talk about who we're going to have on the show today. One of the best parts about having you on is you always uh, you always bring on a incredible company or an incredible organization or guest. And today we're, is, is really exciting because uh, we're going to have someone on and a group of uh, organization on that I'm just kind of learning about that has really kind of taken off. We're going to have on the Kansas City Pioneers today. Tell us about them. Yeah, you know, the Pioneers are the sports franchise uh, for Kansas City. And a lot of people, and hopefully those that are listening and, and viewing today, are going to pick up on that this is a big deal. This is a big deal. This is an emerging sector and technology. Uh, and it's a sports franchise. And, and Jason, you were just talking before we went live that you're at the Chiefs game and how much excitement is generated around the NFL, there's a lot of excitement that's generated around esports. Just not as many people know about it, but they will. And uh, the Pioneers are major, major league. They are the chiefs of the esports world. And uh, it's going to be really cool to hear from them today. Yeah, it's going to be. And um, we'll learn if they actually have a relationship with some of the players on the Chiefs. Uh, you know, Tim, I haven't done much video uh, gaming uh, probably since college, to be quite honest. Maybe a little bit in law school with some Madden and. Uh, uh, over the years, but I, I grew up um, playing Super Mario Brother. I mean, the original Nintendo essentially came out uh, in second grade. I, I think I got it for a first communion gift or a birthday gift. So I've been in, engaged in this for my whole life. And a friend had an Atari, I remember, because he had older brothers and sisters. So, I mean, I played Pong. I, I go way back, man. But as far as like all the new stuff that we're going to talk about today and how this industry has really grown, like I'm, I'm very behind the time. So I'm excited to hear from these gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I mean, I'm older than you, obviously. <laughs> Not by too many years. Too. I, I had, uh, I think, uh, Christmas in 1974 or five, I got uh, one of the first Atari set and uh, played Pong. And looking back at my life and what's happened in terms of technology, and particularly as it relates to esports and, and gaming. I mean, I've got two, two sons that are really into it. And I, I didn't spend a lot of time with it, uh, with them, tried to understand it. But um, this is just growing and growing. And the impact on Kansas City, the potential impact is is truly amazing. And, and talk about scale in business and certainly technology companies. This industry and companies within the Kansas City region that people don't know about yet are really scaling. And that's exciting for what we do to 
to bring more talent, more companies, and more interest into the Kansas City region. Their website is kcp.gg, the first GG website I've ever been to, kcp.gg on the show. Uh, KC Pioneers, Tim, I want to talk to you a bit about uh, Kansas City Area Development Council. I know you guys uh, just came off your big event, uh, which you have every year in November. You also have a lot of things happening as far as news on new companies, new fulfillment centers, new industrial. I mean, what, 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 give us some of the hits from uh, 2021, if you would. Yeah, just in the last uh, couple of weeks, really, it's, uh, it's heated up with uh, some announcements. So Liberty is seeing a lot of activity, uh, in particular, Walgreens announced about a $30 million, call it a micro fulfillment center that will distribute uh, goods, products from Walgreens all across uh, this region of the country, in addition to uh, direct to consumers. So if you're ordering from Walgreens online, it's a good chance you're going to get some of those products from this new micro fulfillment center in, in Liberty. And again, I got to tip my cap to uh, the leadership in Liberty because they are really, really into uh, developing uh, uh, site sites and uh, vertical ready sites and, and buildings, uh, spec buildings and the like up there. So a lot of good uh, activity across the region, but uh, you know, Liberty's really stepping up. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, I keep hearing things about Liberty. So as a Northland kid growing up in the Parkville, kind of more of the uh, Park Hill kind of area, I guess you would say, um, Liberty seems so far away from uh, Southern Platte County back then, but it's now become like a uh, just a huge city, a growing city. And I know you guys have done a lot of work too in the East, you know, in Lee Summit and Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas City, Kansas. And it's like, we have a lot of things going for us and we just got to continue to capitalize on that. I know that you also um, visited the Rock Island Bridge. You, you've, you've, you've been tweeting a lot about kind of these cool new bridge projects in Kansas City and Kansas City, Kansas. A lot of things are happening around that too, right? Yeah. You know, um, Jonathan Connect, uh, our uh, senior creative guy and I went down and, and walked across this 1905 era railroad bridge, the old Rock Island Bridge that uh, Michael Zeller and a group of individuals are looking to um, create a really cool experience there, an entertainment uh, district and the uh, brew pubs and all sorts of things on there that anybody that uh, can ride a, a bike or you know drive up and, and, uh, and access. And there's so much great work being done along our riverfront. And our riverfront is just not the Missouri River, but it's the car, the Kansas River as well. And the unified government over in Kansas City, Kansas, is really into this. Uh, this this bridge is uh, is so fitting in that it connects Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, into really KC, which is what the Area Development Council is all about: amplifying, selling the the regional brand, the KC brand. Yeah. And, you know, so it's it's exciting. That's uh, they're still looking for uh, uh, some investors and investment to make that happen. But uh, they've got a lot of great momentum, and I would expect to be out there drinking a cold beer, a beverage <laughs> of my choice, uh, sometime maybe in uh, 23 or 24. Well, I can tell you this. I, uh, I've i been, you know, somebody, who, you know, obviously you, you travel a lot and try to sell Kansas City. But whenever you go to like New York or some of the bigger cities, you see how they've utilized kind of like outdoor spaces really, really well in kind of an urban area. And whether it's with parks, whether it's walking trails, whether it's you know, uh, artwork that's really cool and innovative. Like, I feel like I mean, what you guys are doing with the Parade of Hearts is a, is, a, is a step to that. But it's exciting, and I hope that we continue to do that. Now with all these federal dollars coming down, I hope we can utilize some of these to kind of continue to make Kansas City kind of, you know, even more innovative and attractive, which helps you out, of course, as well with what you're trying to do with with, with generating new business and, and retention and bringing new companies and people to Kansas City. Yeah, Jason, you said we're trying to uh... – to, to brand or, or market the region better. We are, you know, and that's, and that's what I love what our team is doing, the organization. And you mentioned, uh, you know, New York. I mean, if you've ever walked the High Line, 
yeah. that's basically the the whole idea around the, the bridge, um, the flying trusses, the group is calling themselves that uh, will uh, will bridge uh, KCK and KCMO down in the West Bottoms. But uh, fascinating. Yeah, it, it's really cool. I'm afraid of hearts. A lot of there's just a lot of great activity, and I couldn't be, you know, really kind of help myself the other night. I was at the James Taylor concert with my wife, and they had the uh, the Chiefs game on uh, where we were uh, in the in the T-Mobile Center uh, during the break. And downtown Kansas City on Monday or on Sunday night football just looked yeah. fantastic. I, I even think I saw a social media post from you about that. It was just fantastic. I actually had friends of mine across the country reaching out and saying, man, Kansas City just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're, we're seeing here. And I talk about it all the time that uh, there's just so much positivity and momentum that's running in the right direction for us. And you talked about other projects. I mean, I mentioned Liberty, but at a nice headquarters announcement at our annual meeting about a month ago. And that PMD a group is basically moving from Phoenix uh, to Overland Park. And um, it's an engineering services company, which ties in great with an announcement we also made at our annual meeting to bring the KC Global Design Initiative under the KCADC umbrella, because we have so much expertise in this region, as you well know, around design. And we'll hear more about that from our, our friends here. With We could talk for days about this. I love it. We're going to get to the KC Pioneers here after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today, as always, on the radio, via podcast, uh, on social media, of course, on on my website, grillnationshow.com. Greatly appreciate that. If you're watching the live stream on social media as well, we, we greatly appreciate it. I want to thank the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkkc.com. Great collaborator with the show. Uh, and really, today is a awesome show because they've connected us to two kind of uh, entrepreneurial uh, leaders in our community. Mark Josie, who's the CEO and co-founder of the Kansas City Pioneers, as well as uh, Alex Laughlin, who is the COO and co-founder of the Kansas City Pioneers. Also joined today by Tim Cowden, president and CEO of uh, the Kansas City Area Development Council. The website for the Pioneers is kcp.gg. I was exploring it today. Welcome to the show, Alex and Mark. Let's start with uh, Mark. Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I, I did a deep dive on your resume. It seems like you're a quite an entrepreneurial guy who's had uh, a successful career and uh, and excited to hear from you today. Yeah, thanks for having us on. I'll give you the pre-beard, post-beard, right? So pre-beard, um, I have a beard, as you can imagine. I was, uh, it, you know, in corporate America is a good way to think about it. So I came from Verizon and Sprint, uh, got my MBA, reported to the president, drove brand and strategic partnerships and, you know, moved all around the country. I'm from Indiana. I wound up, I wound up in Kansas City here, um, call it like eight, 10 years ago. Um, and then thought, hey, th- this is not exactly what I want to do uh, at the end of my life. So it turned into a consulting company, which I started, which turned into a marketing company. So I'm a partner at a marketing company here, Social Apex. So it's a Kansas City-based marketing consultancy. So our clients are like DoorDash, Charlie Hustle, Sporting Kansas City, uh, American Jazz Museum, and others. Um, And then we ran into um, Lorenzo Brown, who is one of our co-founders of the Kansas City Pioneers. And he had this idea that, hey, the Midwest is underserved in esports. This thing is going to be huge. Um, There's not a lot of people that you know, look and look like me in, in a leadership position as a young Afro-American. And so we decided like, 
hey, let's tell this story from a marketing perspective. And then quickly, we were just all in. So we've been um, full speed on the Kansas City Pioneers since uh, mid-2019, and it's super exciting for sure. Very cool. Alex Laughlin, COO and co-founder of Kansas City Pioneers. Let's introduce yourself before we get to what the Kansas City Pioneers do and who they are. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, my, I don't think my journey is quite as exciting as, as Mark's is, but had a couple jobs after college, did did some Verizon as well. Not near as high up as Mark, but did uh, some Verizon. Uh, actually worked for Sporting Kansas City for a couple seasons on their hospitality side. I love sports, so it was nice like being able to be in there on game days and do a lot of exciting stuff with the fans. And then quickly, like Mark, found myself really wanting to do more uh, startup life. I prefer you know, the hustle and bustle of doing something on my own or with a team as opposed to a big corporate company. And, um, you know, from there I did um, something called Idea Jab. So uh, me and a former business partner founded it. It was a card game um, for entrepreneurs and educators who wanted to kind of help people ideate new business ideas and marketing ideas. Did that for a couple of years, which led me right into kind of what I'm doing now with uh, Kansas City Pioneers. Met LJ uh, through social media. And the rest is history. You know, I've, I've had a small history of, of building some companies and, and being more on the operations side. And, and here we are today. So super exciting. Mm, very exciting. Can somebody, one of you two, just introduce to us what actually esports is and what, it, what its growth look like and an overview just so we're all on the same page? Because I think that's a good thing to know before we kind of dive into all of the different things you do. Yeah, 100%. I, I think at its core, esports now is, is, is gaming streaming, competing at the high level, highest levels of tournaments, all the way down to, you know, professional orgs, to professional leagues, to franchises. So it really runs the gamut. Like, I think a great way to think about it is how we do. So we're a professional esports org, and we compete at the highest levels in various top tier esports, but we're also a gaming and lifestyle brand. So we would have, you know, several teams competing at the highest level, like, you know, the major league and triple A. Um, but then at the same time, we have streamers and content creators. And and really what that translates into like what we do as an esports org, which is we really establish these teams and communities, um, which leads us to like driving partnerships with brands and different key figures. And then ultimately what we do is pull, you know, fans and businesses into the gaming space. So that's a little bit about us and a little bit about what esports and gaming is. Mm hmm. Tim, that's interesting. I didn't realize that all the marketing and uh, other things that the Kansas City Pioneers and this this organization does. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I know they're working very closely with uh, Kathy Nelson and the Sports Commission because this franchise is really no different from Sporting or the Chiefs or the Royals. You can go on down the, down the line. So they do a wonderful job of amplifying our Kansas City brand. And there's a lot of people out there that are into gaming and into esports. And that's what's so exciting. These guys have only been doing this, you know, with the Pioneers since, what, 2019? And the industry is just growing. It's well over a billion dollars. And it's, a, it's an enterprise platform. And that's what um, the Pioneers certainly are, are building. And they're tapped into that. And we've got some really cool companies uh, like Generation Esports uh, that no one really knows about that are headquartered in Kansas City. I think they're down in the river market. And they're getting out into, into schools and, and getting kids involved particularly in rural areas of Missouri and saying, Hey, you can have a future in gaming and technology and STEM. It's really cool. And I have to, again, tip my cap to these gentlemen because they're doing some things today in Kansas city uh, that uh, are going to really pay dividends for future generations, not just in the gaming industry, but in the business community. 
And we've got to do a better job. And we are on that path as a region, as a community to uh, promote and uh, cultivate companies like these in the, in the gaming sector, um, because it's, it's, it's such a tremendous opportunity and they're competing. The pioneers compete with other, uh, you know, esports franchises across the country. Kansas City is competing with other regions to bring more of this type of talent and uh, these companies here. And certainly we want to provide an, an environment for them to grow here. You mentioned the growth uh, since 2019. Again, you guys are uh, all about championing diversity, inclusion, opportunity for players across the world and here in Kansas City. You know, the name, the Kansas City Pioneers, is interesting. Um, Tell us about that. And then I want to actually talk about how you're funded as well. Yeah, so I can, I'll dive into the name. So, I mean, true to the word pioneers, you know, as Mark mentioned earlier, when we started this, you know, as technology grows, you see like the East Coast, the West Coast, Texas, they always get the love in the new emerging markets. And Kansas City had nothing, right? The Midwest had nothing. And to this day, still, there's it's pretty underserved market. So we wanted to come in the space, disrupt the scene and say, hey, the pioneers are here to stay. Um, and I think within two years, we already compete in some of the biggest tier one esports out there, which I can dive into some of the stuff. But we had a team competing in front of 55,000 viewers online just literally 10 days ago. So really, that's what it means to be a pioneer is to kind of be involved in this culture that we've built and show that the Midwest has a lot of talent, whether you live in the Midwest or not, but our brand cultivates a lot of talent and success. And we just want to show the world that, hey, Kansas City can be the hub of North American esports. And talk about funding too, Alex, and kind of how that, that happens. I know you've got a lot of sponsors. I mean, from the business journal articles I've read, it looks like you have some big time sponsors and raising money like crazy. I know you guys are entrepreneurs, so tell us about I'll, that. I'll let Mark answer that one. He, he generally okay. deals more than I do with that. I mean, yeah. So I, Nothing I think like couple, fundraising, Mark. <laughs> I mean, the put the fun in fundraising, right? I think it's important to note that like the, the orgs that we're competing against on the East Coast, West Coast globally. So we're Kansas City founded. We're globally driven. So what that means is we want to have our heart here in Kansas City. And then also we compete all over the world, right? And these orgs that we're organizations that we're competing against, we're talking valuation of $1 billion. We're talking Series C funded just recently for $68 million, which pushed the valuation to half a billion. These orgs that we're winning, right, against and competing um, are tremendously um, valuable and, and driving a, a, a lot of revenue and building a lot of fans. And what's interesting for Kansas City is that we want to do that like globally and then bring it all to here. So, so as Tim mentioned, uh, and I'll talk about fundraising in a second, like the Kansas City Esports Coalition, we know there's an incredible opportunity to bring publishers and tournaments and fans into Kansas City, just like you would to go see all of our major sports teams or all the major championships here in Kansas City. We are poised really, really well without getting super nerdy about it, right? Like we're three hours from everywhere, like the ping in terms of like your internet being incredibly fast here. So there's there's a lot of synergies in addition to, you know, the the high school esports league, um, Generation Esports, the Kansas City Pioneers companies, you know, huge brands like Populous building beautiful stadiums. So there's a, a really interesting infrastructure in Kansas City. So what that means for uh, us. Talk, talk about the funding part of that quickly, Mark. And then also I want to hear a little bit about the fan experience before we go to break. Yeah, we like just like anything, we have to go out and recruit insanely talented players. Right. And so like for us to do that, for us to start, we need to go out and raise money. So we've raised a small seed round. We've had a first small cap round. And then right now we're in the middle of closing a, our two million dollar round. And all that goes to building our infrastructure, 
signing great teams, uh, providing marketing and fan experiences around that. That's amazing. It, it truly is like a franchise, Tim. It's like, it sounds fun. I, I My dream is to, to somehow work in a franchise one day. I don't know if I ever will have that much money. I probably won't. But you know, it's like your fantasy football team. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find the best assets and the best players. You guys are doing that. I mean, I, I know you have some players on your team that have millions and millions of followers. Correct? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So there's some content creators that are really good at a game, or they might be, you know, former pros, or they might just build an incredible audience, and and that can bring viewership and and the community. And there's also other folks that are playing at the highest, you know tier of capability in a specific esport, and that also brings like a tremendous amount of community and fans so yeah we're really excited i mean for us uh, the the pioneers we have somewhere around 50 million monthly impressions like if you aggregate it all together it's about eight eight million followers we have 30 pros 23 streamers and about 40 other people that help make this thing run Amazing. We're going to get into more of that. I also want to talk after the break about the big event in Kansas City in 2022 and how Kansas City is is poised to become the esports capital of the Midwest. You're listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM, KMBZ on radio, on podcast, on YouTube, or on my website, grillnationshow.com. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today, as always, on the radio, via podcast, uh, on social media, of course, on on my website, grillnationshow.com. Greatly appreciate that. If you're watching the live stream on social media as well, we, we greatly appreciate it. I want to thank the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkkc.com. Great collaborator with the show. Uh, and really, today is an awesome show because they've connected us to two kind of uh, entrepreneurial uh, leaders in our community. Mark Josie, who's the CEO and co-founder of the Kansas City Pioneers, as well as uh, Alex Laughlin, who is the COO and co-founder of the Kansas City Pioneers. Also joined today by Tim Cowden, president and CEO of uh, the Kansas City Area Development Council. The website for the Pioneers is kcp.gg. I was exploring it today. Welcome to the show, Alex and Mark. Let's start with uh, Mark. Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I, I did a deep dive on your resume. It seems like you're a quite an entrepreneurial guy who's had uh, a successful career and uh, and excited to hear from you today. Yeah, thanks for having us on. I'll give you the pre-beard, post-beard, right? So pre-beard, um, I have a beard, as you can imagine. I was, uh, it, you know, in corporate America is a good way to think about it. So I came from Verizon and Sprint, uh, got my MBA, reported to the president, drove brand and strategic partnerships, and you know moved all around the country. I'm from Indiana. I wound up, I wound up in Kansas City here, um, call it like eight, ten years ago, um, and then thought, hey, th- this is not exactly what I want to do uh, at the end of my life. So it turned into a consulting company, which I started, which turned into a marketing company. So I'm a partner at a marketing company here, Social Apex. So it's a Kansas City-based marketing consultancy. So our clients are like DoorDash, Charlie Hustle, Sporting Kansas City, uh, American Jazz Museum, and others. Um, And then we ran into um, Lorenzo Brown, who is one of our co-founders of the Kansas City Pioneers. And he had this idea that, hey, the Midwest is underserved in esports. This thing is going to be huge. Um, There's not a lot of people that you know, look and look like me in, in a leadership position as a young Afro-American. And so 
we decided like, hey, let's tell this story from a marketing perspective. And then quickly, we were just all in. So we've been um, full speed on the Kansas City Pioneers since uh, mid-2019. And it's super exciting for sure. Very cool. Alex Laughlin, COO and co-founder of Kansas City Pioneers. Let's introduce yourself before we get to what the Kansas City Pioneers do and who they are. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, my, I don't think my journey is quite as exciting as, as Mark's is, but had a couple jobs after college, did did some Verizon as well. Not near as high up as Mark, but did uh, some Verizon. Uh, actually worked for Sporting Kansas City for a couple seasons on their hospitality side. I love sports, so it was nice like being able to be in there on game days and do a lot of exciting stuff with the fans. And then quickly, like Mark, found myself really wanting to do more uh, startup life. I prefer you know, the hustle and bustle of doing something on my own or with a team as opposed to a big corporate company. And, um, you know, from there I did um, something called Idea Jab. So uh, me and a former business partner founded it. It was a card game um, for entrepreneurs and educators who wanted to kind of help people ideate new business ideas and marketing ideas. Did that for a couple of years, which led me right into kind of what I'm doing now with uh, Kansas City Pioneers. Met LJ uh, through social media. And the rest is history. You know, I've, I've had a small history of, of building some companies and, and being more on the operations side. And, and here we are today. So super exciting. Mm, very exciting. Can somebody, one of you two, just introduce to us what actually esports is and what, it, what its growth look like in an overview, just so we're all on the same page, because I think that's a good thing to know before we kind of dive into all of the different things you do? Yeah, 100%. I, I think at its core, esports now is, is, is gaming streaming, competing at the high level, highest levels of tournaments, all the way down to, you know, professional orgs, to professional leagues, to franchises. So it really runs the gamut. Like, I think a great way to think about it is how we do. So we're a professional esports org, and we compete at the highest levels in various top tier esports, but we're also a gaming and lifestyle brand. So we would have, you know, several teams competing at the highest level, like, you know, the major league and triple A. Um, but then at the same time, we have streamers and content creators. And and really what that translates into like what we do as an esports org, which is we really establish these teams and communities, um, which leads us to like driving partnerships with brands and different key figures. And then ultimately what we do is pull, you know, fans and businesses into the gaming space. So that's a little bit about us and a little bit about what esports and gaming is. Mm hmm. Tim, that's interesting. I didn't realize that all the marketing and uh, other things that the Kansas City Pioneers and this this organization does. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I know they're working very closely with uh, Kathy Nelson and the Sports Commission because this franchise is really no different from Sporting or the Chiefs or the Royals. You can go on down the, down the line. So they do a wonderful job of amplifying our Kansas City brand. And there's a lot of people out there that are into gaming and into esports. And that's what's so exciting. These guys have only been doing this, you know, with the Pioneers since, what, 2019? And the industry is just growing. It's well over a billion dollars. And it's a it's an enterprise platform. And that's what um, the Pioneers certainly are, are building. And they're tapped into that. And we've got some really cool companies uh, like Generation Esports uh, that no one really knows about that are headquartered in Kansas City. I think they're down in the river market. And they're getting out into, into schools and, and getting kids involved particularly in rural areas of Missouri and saying, Hey, you can have a future in gaming and technology and STEM. It's really cool. And I have to, again, tip my cap to these gentlemen because they're doing some things today in Kansas city uh, that uh, are going to 
really pay dividends for future generations, not just in the gaming industry, but in the business community. And we've got to do a better job. And we are on that path as a region, as a community to uh, promote and uh, cultivate companies like these in the, in the gaming sector, um, because it's, it's, it's such a tremendous opportunity and they're competing. The pioneers compete with other, uh, you know, esports franchises across the country. Kansas City is competing with other regions to bring more of this type of talent and uh, these companies here. And certainly we want to provide an, an environment for them to grow here. You mentioned the growth uh, since 2019. Again, you guys are uh, all about championing diversity, inclusion, opportunity for players across the world and here in Kansas City. You know, the name, the Kansas City Pioneers is interesting. Um, Tell us about that. And then I want to actually talk about how you're funded as well. Yeah, so I can, I'll dive into the name. So, I mean, true to the word pioneers, you know, as Mark mentioned earlier, when we started this, you know, as technology grows, you see like the East Coast, the West Coast, Texas, they always get the love in the new emerging markets. And Kansas City had nothing, right? The Midwest had nothing. And to this day, still, there's it's pretty underserved market. So we wanted to come in the space, disrupt the scene and say, hey, the pioneers are here to stay. Um, and I think within two years, we already compete in some of the biggest tier one esports out there, which I can dive into some of the stuff. But we had a team competing in front of 55,000 viewers online just literally 10 days ago. So really, that's what it means to be a pioneer is to kind of be involved in this culture that we built and show that the Midwest has a lot of talent, whether you live in the Midwest or not, but our brand cultivates a lot of talent and success. And we just want to show the world that, hey, Kansas City can be the hub of North American esports. And talk about funding too, Alex, and kind of how that, that happens. I know you've got a lot of sponsors. I mean, from the business journal articles I've read, it looks like you have some big time sponsors and raising money like crazy. I know you guys are entrepreneurs, so tell us about I'll, that. I'll let Mark answer that one. He, he generally okay. deals more than I do with that. I mean, yeah. So I, Nothing I think like couple, fundraising, Mark. <laughs> I mean, the put the fun in fundraising, right? I think it's important to note that like the, the orgs that we're competing against on the East Coast, West Coast globally. So we're Kansas City founded. We're globally driven. So what that means is we want to have our heart here in Kansas City. And then also we compete all over the world, right? And these orgs that we're organizations that we're competing against, we're talking valuation of $1 billion. We're talking Series C funded just recently for $68 million, which pushed the valuation to half a billion. These orgs that we're winning, right, against and competing um, are tremendously um, valuable and, and driving a, a, a lot of revenue and building a lot of fans. And what's interesting for Kansas City is that we want to do that like globally and then bring it all to here. So, so as Tim mentioned, uh, and I'll talk about fundraising in a second, like the Kansas City Esports Coalition, we know there's an incredible opportunity to bring publishers and tournaments and fans into Kansas City, just like you would to go see all of our major sports teams or all the major championships here in Kansas City. We are poised really, really well without getting super nerdy about it, right? Like we're three hours from everywhere, like the ping in terms of like your internet being incredibly fast here. So there's there's a lot of synergies in addition to, you know, the the high school esports league, um, Generation Esports, the Kansas City Pioneers companies, you know, huge brands like Populous building beautiful stadiums. So there's a, a really interesting infrastructure in Kansas City. So what that means for uh, us. Talk, talk about the funding part of that quickly, Mark. And then also I want to hear a little bit about the fan experience before we go to break. 
Yeah, we like just like anything, we have to go out and recruit insanely talented players, right? And so like for us to do that, for us to start, we need to go out and raise money. So we've raised a small seed round, we've had a first small cap round, and then right now we're in the middle of closing a, our $2 million round and all that goes to building our infrastructure signing great teams, uh, providing marketing and fan experiences around that. That's amazing. It, it truly is like a franchise, Tim. It's like, it sounds fun. I, I My dream is to, to somehow work in a franchise one day. I don't know if I ever will have that much money. I probably won't. But, you know, it's like your fantasy football team. You got to you got to you got to find the best assets and the best players. You guys are doing that. I mean, I I know you have some players on your team that have millions and millions of followers, correct? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So there's some content creators that are really good at a game or they might be, you know, former pros or they might just build an incredible audience and and that can bring viewership and and the community. And there's also other folks that are playing at the highest, you know, tier of capability in a specific esport, And that also brings like a tremendous amount of community and fans. So yeah, we're really excited. I mean, for us, uh, the, the pioneers, we have somewhere around 50 million monthly impressions. Like if you aggregate it all together, it's about eight, 8 million followers. We have 30 pros, 23 streamers, and about 40 other people that help make this thing run. Amazing. We're going to get into more of that. I also want to talk after the break about the big event in Kansas City in 2022 and how Kansas City is is poised to become the esports capital of the Midwest. You're listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM, KMBZ on radio, on podcast, on YouTube, or on my website, grillnationshow.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I want to thank our guests, Tim Cowden, Alex Laughlin, and Mark Josie. Tim with the Kansas City Area Development Council, Alex and Mark with the Kansas City Pioneers. Their website is kcp.gg. Check it out. All the information you need on there. I want to thank the Kansas City Area Development Council as well for collaborating with the show and bringing on these awesome guests each uh you know, a handful of times a year. Really great organization. Tim Cowden does a heck of a job. His team's incredible. ThinkKC.com. They make Kansas City cooler than it already is every day. They talk to people all over the country. They have amazing events. Um, just a great organization. It's it's one of those organizations in town that makes you proud to be a Kansas City and because um, everything they do is so positive for our region and for our city. We were talking about this big tournament coming to Kansas City. Kansas City is the esports capital of the Midwest. I mean, this sounds like something that we can make happen. Is it already happening? Um, is this something that, I mean... Frankly, we we became the soccer capital of the world, correct? So why can't we become the esports capital of the Midwest, right? I guess by default we are, because right now there's no other big city in the Midwest. You know, I'm talking even as far west as Denver to Chicago. Like, there's a couple of like franchise teams, but there's no actual organization that operates out of there. So I guess by default we already are. But in the same time, like if you know, we pull our, our our Twitter and our socials and our demographics and like. Our following isn't just Kansas and Missouri. We have following all over the globe for one, but like the core is all over the Midwest, Iowa, Nebraska, Oklahoma, you know, Tennessee, all those places, because we're the closest team, kind of like how the Chiefs are the closest team to a lot of the other Midwest cities. And so I think and a lot of this goes back to what Mark mentioned earlier, but it's like 
we're centralized to the rest of the country, right? So a, a short flight to anywhere here so we can be like the hub of big tournaments here. We also have uh, great companies like Google Fiber, which provide with gaming when you're playing, especially online, you got to have ping or the best internet to compete to kind of get that competitive advantage, I guess you could say. So like we have great locations with industry offices. We have great you know resources to pull behind it. And I think already, like I said, by default, Kansas City is the place to be when it comes to, to esports in the Midwest. And uh, it, it's a great opportunity that we're, we're still in our infancy and we have so much room to grow, but we're already kind of, again, that spearheading that effort for the entire Midwest as a whole. I love it. You just take control of it and then it becomes a reality, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the thing we never did in Kansas City for so long. And it, it bothers me because, you know, now we're doing it where we're just, we're just, you know, in this day and age, if you, if you create something and say something and do something, people grab onto it a lot quicker because of the internet and everything. But um, I love that we're starting to kind of just put this stuff out there. We did it. We did it about ten years ago to become America's most entrepreneurial city with the uh, chamber at that time, and I thought that was really bold. And obviously, people started writing more about Kansas City being an entrepreneurship hub, and it just then we saw all the data with the tech jobs. I mean, it's like it continues to grow on itself. So I'm excited about this. I think. I think, you know, this is something we need to continue to push and it's going to happen. And there's no doubt in my mind. Um, Tim, you're a, you're a big proponent of, of branding and pushing and, and knowing like how proud we are as a city. So yeah. I know you're going to have a hand in that. You know, Jason, it's, um, you know, we're, we're pushing goodness. You know, there's a lot of goodness being created in, in Kansas City across many different economic uh, sectors. And something Mark mentioned in the previous segment, you know, our design community here, they design a lot of uh, sports stadiums around the world, but here in Kansas City. But they're doing it for the sports industry from Kansas City as well. And the, the Fusion Arena in, in Philly was uh, designed by Populous here. There's one down in Arlington, Texas, designed by by firms here. And you look at Dimensional Innovation. They do so much work for NBA and, and uh, NFL teams and the like. They're doing some really cool things for esports through a um, franchise that's connected with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Park University's got a, a team, a lot of teams in the high schools here. So this is just growing, man. It's it's, it's cool. And again, as a as a parent of, of kids that have gained, I go, okay, how, what's my kid going to do, you know, with this? You know, he spends so much time doing it. Well, now as a, you know, parents everywhere going, hey, there's a there's a path, you know, through high school, uh, STEAM and, and STEM, as, as Mark was talking about. So much curricula is being generated. So these kids that say, what am I going to do with it? Man, there's a there's a path. And it's fun too, man. It's a, it's it's a. It's and a the, and and not to mention, you guys are doing a lot of charitable work as well with Big Brothers Big Sisters. You're talking about the future. You're getting people into your esports lounge. You're you're cultivating kind of the next generation. You're giving back to the community, right? Yeah, I mean that's part of our responsibility, right? Like like to to leave everything better than than we found it and reflect the community which we serve, right? To to whether it's you know, putting the right people in positions, uh, getting behind diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives, LGBTQI plus initiatives, like that's what we want to do. And so we can take this platform and we can scale it for good, you know, and, you know, that looks like locally here doing things with, you know, the you know, Boys and Girls Club, Greater Kansas City, that looks like doing things with Generation Esports and talking to, you know, high schools that that is, you know, consulting for people of like the best way to engage um, whether it's curriculum or, you know, just steam in general, or how do you go out and recruit different people? So there's a lot of conduits to that. But like the, the point is, is that we have a, you know, a pretty big community and we definitely want to use it for good. You know what I mean? Give back. Mm -hmm. 
What what's your guys' best advice for somebody who on on that note who wants to get engaged in this uh, world of esports and compete in it? Yeah, so I think it's it, it, anything in life, right? Like if you really want this to be your dream job or whatever, it's like you got to put in the time first and foremost. Like if you're a young kid in school, whether it's high school or college, like one, go get your homework done. But then two, you got to get on the game and you got to practice. You got to practice. You got to practice. You got to practice not only like the different settings and game modes you play, but you got to practice your aim or your mechanics as the, the term is used in the esports world. Um, and then you've got to do some self-reflection. You've got to watch your gameplay back. You've got to go watch players who are better than you and see what they're doing that you're not doing, right? And then more importantly, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of esports really is mental. So you got to make sure you've got a good mental state of mind to really compete at the highest level. Because we've all gamed probably in some capacity, even something as simple as Mario, which is what I grew up on playing Super Nintendo and stuff. And you fall off and you get so angry. You're like, how is this making me so angry? But it's because you're so passionate and you're so invested in it. And that's what you're seeing. So, and I want to touch on this because it's not just esports, right? Because esports has been the pioneer, no pun intended, but like of live streaming and content creation. Like that's where JTV and now Twitch TV has kind of morphed this next generation of consumer content. They don't watch traditional sports as much. They don't watch TV. They're watching their favorite pros or content creators play video games. And sure, the older generation might not always understand that, but this is what their kids want to do. As Tim mentioned earlier, he's got kids that are that are watching this and playing it. And he's like, it might not be for me, but this is what the you know Gen Z really loves to do. So it doesn't matter if you want to create content, you want to be a professional player, or because you love video games so much, you want to be a video game designer, which lends back in the steam. Uh, whether you want to be a broadcaster, because you know we have a broadcaster doing the show right now. It's the same thing in esports. You've got to be able to learn those those different you know skill sets to do that. And so I think no matter what path in esports you want to go, more curriculums being developed, and you just got to put in the time, effort, and energy into doing whatever when, it is. You when you do. when you when you talk about that, Alex, is it is it is it like traditional sports where you have to focus on one game, or is there like a Bo Jackson of esports? <laughs> Like, I mean, can I, can I be like the best at Madden and Halo? Is there any of those superstars out there that like, uh, or, or are you like, I need to focus on one game. Is that it? There are a couple, but generally speaking, you have to really, because it's such a competitive field nowadays, you have to really drive one. Like, it is like a once in a generation player where you can bounce back and forth, but it's so hard nowadays because when people think of video games, they don't understand how much goes into it, like map awareness, understanding the different, depending on what game you're playing. Like, let's just take Madden, for instance, right? Because everyone knows NFL. But there's everything from offensive and defensive side adjustments, where you want a player, what are your audibles? If they do this route, here's what I do, X, Y, and Z. So much is mental. It's not just stick talent. It's knowing what, how do I read and react to everything that's going on at all times. So to answer your question in a short answer, it's almost impossible to do more than one sport because so much time goes into it, right? You can't be a wide receiver and a cornerback in the NFL or or be in the NFL and MLB unless you're a Bo Jackson, which is like a generational talent. So <laughs> it is a I, lot of work. I could talk to you guys for hours. I have about 30 more questions on my list, but we got to go. I want to thank yeah. Tim Cowden, the Kansas City Area Development Council, thinkkc.com, Alex Laughlin, and Mark Josie from the Kansas City Pioneers. Their website is kcp.gg. Thanks for coming on the Grill Nation show today, everybody. Thanks Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a great day.